I love the Jerry Seinfeld show. Boom, Jerry Seinfeld boom, 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 television program is my boom, favorite. Ba, 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 I find ba, it so. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I sure do find his brand of observational humor super ha- relatable. Hashtag relatable content. <laughs> what if Jerry used hashtag? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, that's a bad modern Seinfeld <laughs> concept if I've ever heard one. Yeah, it's it's so it's just incomplete. You know, what if Jerry used that? Well, for what? That's not. That's not an episode. Cr- Cr- Kramer bursts in. <laughs> Jerry, what is twatter? <laughs> you mean Twitter? No, twatter. Twitter, twatter. What if Kramer used Insta? Uh, what if what, George used Snapchat? What, what? What if? What if Elaine Insta thought? <laughs> <laughs> what if Jerry fuckboy? <laughs> oh no. I mean, he kind of is already. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> he kind of true. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if Jerry slide in DMs? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what 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 if a lame what if a lane swipe right on Newman? <laughs> what if a lane? <laughs> J- just out of curiosity, <laughs> and then and what then if she, a, Oh my god, that's totally an episode. What in if modern a lane Seinfeld. bubble Newman? That, that's a, that's totally an episode in modern Seinfeld where the accidental Elaine, swipe the the accidental swipe Elaine swipes right on Newman just out of curiosity and she yeah. finds that they match and she finds out that Newman had already swiped right on her yeah yeah oh lord that's okay. my favorite season ten episode the accidental swipe <laughs> season ten well hold up how many seasons are there actually are there eight? nine are there eight? eight or nine I thought there were nine okay well if it's still going now it's like season yeah freaking yeah. like but no this 33. is the reboot of season ten. Oh, you know. oh, okay. It I reboots. would say there. Yeah, okay. I'd say this is a reboot. Okay, <laughs> we're going Roseanne territory. <laughs> yeah, Roseanne, Murphy Brown, Will and Grace. <laughs> Welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. Oh. <laughs> it's a show about one thing: watching Seinfeld for the first time. <laughs> I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hallwell. We're back to our Sunday recording <laughs> yeah. schedule. If that's why we sound a little tired and/or loopy. Uh. I think that's what's going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a weird it's a weird time. It was a busy April for us. We haven't done this in like a month. I know we've been recording like midweek. Yeah, or Friday Fridays. night. Yeah. yeah, man. So this is a this is an early Sunday, and yeah, <laughs> early Sunday for both of us. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the Lost <laughs> <laughs> season four, episode five. It'll get better. I pro- I already know it's gonna get better. Oh, uh, season man. four, episode five. Uh, before that, though. Um, what, uh, what, do we have anything from, did you have anything from last week you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, we didn't have okay. any homework, didn't have any news, I don't think. Did we, you have something? No, we did not have any okay. homework, but I once again went and did a little extra credit, uh, and I found this out. In syndication, The Pitch, which was an hour-long episode from last week, mm-hmm. is split into two episodes that can oh, really? run whenever they want. Okay. The Pitch does not feature Jerry's stand-up routine, and also uses season three's logo at the beginning. Along with two other ah. season four episodes that we haven't gotten to yet, so that's in syndication. So, but you notice the new logo, yeah, yeah, um, and the, the vaporwave logo, yeah. And it originally aired as a one-hour episode, but in syndication, it's so, shown separately with part two, known as the ticket. So what? the pitch and the ticket are two separate episodes. Wait, why the ticket? Uh, Newman's uh, speeding ticket. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. I know it's interesting. They made that the A story of the second episode, even though it's really the B story of. The hour-long feature, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I guess that makes sense yeah, because yeah. The, you can't have the pitch one, the pitch two. Yeah, yeah. But that's so weird that, like, syndication creates an episode. Yeah, I mean, why why couldn't you have the pitch part one and the pitch part two? I mean, they do that with the boyfriend part one and the boyfriend part two. And... That, 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 that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. But, like, the... The fact that they yeah, titled it something differently. The, the fact that yeah, they didn't the, do that is... yeah. Confusing me. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. I, I, n- I never knew that before. Um, and there are two other season four episodes we haven't gotten to yet that also use the season three logo 
when they're in combat, when they're in syndication, which is weird. They sort of cherry picked when to use yeah. that new that I, logo. I wonder, I wonder and if also we'll cut see his stand up routine. Is that in syndication? You said that they use the season three logo. Yeah, and and they also cut his stand up routine in certain parts. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, be interested to see if. Uh, it's that way on Hulu, or if it's just uh, in syndication, like on TBS yeah. and stuff like that. Right, right. Uh, and then I had to look up, because my phone wasn't pulling up their menu, I still wanted to look up La Boite en Bois prices, if you were going to go, because it was listed <laughs> as $2 signs on Yelp, mm-hmm. which $2 signs in New York City is a lot different than $2 signs in, say, Erie, Pennsylvania or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, so for sure. I was curious. Uh, here's what I would get. I didn't pull the whole thing, but here's what I get. Roasted duck with cranberry sauce and okay. wild rice risotto. Okay. Oh, sounds so good. Okay. Um, $36.50. Okay, that, that doesn't seem that awful for New right. York City. For New York City, yeah. I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. And here's, here's even more, get, get ready for more reasonableness. Uh, there's steak frites, <laughs> which I, I love. Any, like, uh, whoever came up with steak, it's steak and french fries. Ooh. Whoever came up with that is brilliant. Here's the way they put it on the menu. They don't okay. say steak frites. Maybe they did, but, because they had French and then they had English underneath. So shell steak with cracked peppercorns and a cognac sauce with French fries. Okay. thirty-seven fifty. That's honestly not bad. Yeah. Not yeah. crazy for an, what's probably an awesome steak at a heritage restaurant in New York City. Yeah. I, I've, I've eaten way more expensive meals by myself yeah. in New York City. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then if you're going to the theater and you're on a time crunch, you can get their fixed price menu, uh, which includes appetizer, entree, and a dessert. For fifty eight dollars and fifty cents, and they'll get you to the get you to your show on time. Uh, and but oh, you add six bucks if you want that steak or duck. So oh, you're gonna man. break sixty for oh. that fixed price menu. But that's all you can get during certain times. So if you're headed to Le Boiton Bois on your <laughs> Seinfeld tour, uh, just have first of all, probably doesn't look like that inside. That was probably yeah, a set. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then also, um, well, I can tell you, judging from their pictures on their website, it doesn't look like that. But also, um, it's gonna be you know it's gonna be a pricey night out. But you can say you ate. Where Jerry and the watch took place. That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty I, much. I've eaten like over a $120 meal by myself wow. in New York City. Wow. I didn't pay for it. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was paid for uh, whenever I was still in school. It was paid for by the university. Yeah, because, yeah. Because like we, we would take like this one yearly trip to New York right, for right. Like, a radio conference. Yeah. And we had one meal that was covered. So we went to like the <laughs> nicest steakhouse. Yeah, why wouldn't you? So I got like a... Uh, so uh, we went to Sparrow's in Times yes, Square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nothing like a New York slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but... We went to like uh, actually, it's the steakhouse that used well now used to be owned by uh, Robert Irvine. Oh wow! Uh, from what, what's his show? Uh, Restaurant um, Impossible. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he owned the place. I don't think he does anymore. Or it, it closed or yeah. something. But I got like a 16, uh, 16 ounce steak yeah. with uh, uh, bacon and blue cheese crumbles. I got like. Uh, maple candied bacon appetizer. Nice. I got a drink. I got a dessert. The whole thing was like 120 bucks. I'm like, oh my god! Wow. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> and so good. Here's a crazy thing. That was there was no alcohol. Yeah, that's where I would rack up the <laughs> the the money. Yeah, no, I got like an iced tea. Yeah, <laughs> free refills. Yes, yes, free refills. So that was 120 dollars <laughs> worth of straight food. That wasn't even like a nice glass of wine. Exactly. That's where I, whenever I get yeah. treated, that's where I always break the it bank. Went, it went all into yeah. my stomach, not into my liver. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, 16 dollars for a glass of wine. That sounds great. I'll definitely have someone else's. <laughs> that sounds like a deal. Yeah, yeah, sir. Uh, yeah, I've definitely or been. Madam. Yeah, I've, it's nice when someone else is picking up the tab. We we'd have radio yeah. station trips when we to like New Orleans and, and stuff like that, and needed some <laughs> very nice places. And I was like this. 
this is boss. <laughs> um, so, all right, that's all we got. Let's get started with the episode then. Okay, yeah, a couple uh, top of show things. Um, uh, if you've never listened to us before, listen to the whole thing. Give us a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts. If you do so, we'll send you a no-hugging, no-learning sticker. Uh, tell your friends about the show. We're trying to make our May as good as our April was. Mm. We did some awesome April numbers, and we're just trying to keep that momentum going. So uh, tell a couple of friends about the show, especially if you know they like podcasts and they like Seinfeld. That's, that's kind of the niche we're going for mm-hmm. here. Um, we are not a research-heavy show. Uh, I've never seen the episodes before. Tim has seen... Uh, or no, what you've seen the episodes, yeah. but not for a long time after being a lifelong fan. Right, I've never, I've never watched it in order. You've never watched it in chronological order. I've constantly order. watched it That's in syndication. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, That's yeah. what I always say. I've never stopped watching, but this is the first <laughs> time I've ever watched it all the way through. And I'm not doing any extracurricular watching, so when it's on TBS, I don't watch it. Because yeah. I get all... Nope. I get all mixed up. You're yeah. gonna watch Frozen again for the right. 900th right. time. <laughs> uh, but if we miss something, if we egregiously skip over something, please send us an email, send us a tweet, no hugging, no learning show at gmail.com or at no hugging. You can find those links in the description. That being said, season four, episode five, The Watch, original air date, September 30th, 1992. I was negative two months and 20 days old. Whoa. If you're looking at TV Guide, the night of 9 30 92, you're going to see when Jerry's mom and dad come for a visit, Jerry desperately tries to buy back the watch they bought for him, which was recovered by his uncle Leo after Jerry had thrown it in the trash. Mm hmm. Whew. Another long description, but not nearly as long as last year. Yeah, and, and pretty much gives a lot of it away, but I guess <laughs> it, it does. doesn't tell you. Uh, and so we don't start with the stand-up bit as we normally do we start with here's what happened last week in case you missed it yeah a, a much more uh casual yeah yeah last week on seinfeld and do you th- i go back to that being you know that, that it was their take on sort of like a crime show you know la law obviously was yeah, still on at yeah. that point law and order had just started so i think that's why it was yeah, like but last that, week th- on this seinfeld. takes a little bit of a punch away from that with yeah. them joking with this one yeah now they're just being serious with it here's what happened last week in case you missed it yeah like, i don't I don't, I, I, and I think that I think that also was a an attempt to go. Oh, normally people would say previously on Seinfeld. Yeah, that's what here, everyone was here's doing. What, Let's, here's we what happened something. last week in case you missed it. Yeah, yeah. we want to do something different. Yeah, you know? and so uh, one of my favorite. Um, uh, previously on, did you ever watch Fargo on FX? No, great I've been show. To I totally for so recommend long. catching up on it. Um, but. They always said erstwhile on Fargo. Erstwhile yeah. on and Fargo? and I looked up erstwhile once, and it just means previously. <laughs> so All right. I why loved, not? And that just fit into with the show's aesthetic so well, erstwhile on Fargo. Uh, and I, I, I always like that. But I, So this was my take on them sort of like breaking the rules of television once again and going, here's what happened last week in case you missed it. <laughs> not previously on Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's really long again. It was a minute and 23 seconds. Yeah. I'm geez. like, it, there was stuff that we don't need to know. You could have just had him throwing out the watch and Uncle Leo picking it up, and that's pretty much all that's you need. It. Yeah. That's all you needed. <laughs> pretty much all uh, you need. I'm wondering, which didn't happen the last week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was two episodes <laughs> it was ago. two episodes ago. It wasn't... Here, here, yeah, that's weird, because that was in the thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because he says, here's what happened last week in case you missed it. Yeah, which was incorrect. Here's what, ha- here's what happened. They should have just said previously Here, on Seinfeld. Here's, what, here's what's happened so far this season yeah, in case yeah. you haven't watched any of our episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then even just go back to Kramer being in California and stuff like that, <laughs> and the tuck and the no tuck. Uh, and then we get... so, But it's really super long. They could have. It's yeah. a minute 23 seconds I, i'm guessing they just did it to make up time in the episode <laughs> yeah i guess so uh we yeah we learned that they do use that to sort of fill time and uh and then we then we get into our stand-up bit and seinfeld's talking about bad gifts 
and some of the worst are the executive gifts, which are still around to this day. You know, oh, they always God, pop up yeah. around Father's Day. Uh-huh. You know, you see the the pool table, the desk size pool table, or mm-hmm. coasters or something like that. Target has yes. like some of the best ones. Really? Oh my God! You you can find like giant flasks, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Uh, or like. Uh, men's grooming set. Yeah. Like, how do you give someone a grooming set and it's not a burn on them? Like, hey, uh, you, yeah, you're yeah. gross to look at. And here's a scale too. And here's a <laughs> diet book. Yeah. And here's exercise equipment. Yeah. You can file it under all those, all those kind of gifts. You're right. Um, and the best part is when you get when you see these in stores. And they have one box out, and maybe a display model, so you can kind of play with mm-hmm. it. But then all the other boxes are wrapped already. Yeah. So not only do you dislike this person <laughs> so much that you didn't you didn't want to put any thought into their present, but also you didn't, you didn't even want to wrap buy it. wrapping paper yeah. in a bow. Yeah. Uh. You're just, it's just, just going to be in the store wrapping paper with a UPC code on the bottom of it. E- even even better <laughs> is if you give it to them like in the Target bag. <laughs> yeah, you, you just yeah, hand yeah. them the bag like, here you go, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Or what? Or whatever your boss's name is, or yeah. your stepdad. And he. But he mentions uh, and the the long list of bad gifts that we're mentioning too. The paperweight, oh my god, which is true. Yeah, yeah. Well, who needs a whose papers are blowing around so much? Are they working on the back of a flatbed truck? <laughs> Jerry says, uh, yeah, the paperweight's a bad gift. So that's a pretty funny bit. We reopen in La Boite en Bois like we exited last week's episode. Uh, we got a TBC, and we're still talking about the watch. And the dad is still upset with the jeweler because he thinks Jerry's getting a bad deal, uh, not being able to get the watch back for days, whereas. Uh, Uncle Leo got his watch back the next day, just like Kramer mm-hmm. said was possible. And then the mom points out uh, a beautiful woman, and Jerry's <laughs> like, oh, she's, eh, she's all right. Yeah. Do you think this is a New York, Florida? I wrote down she's probably a Florida 10, but a New York 7. You know uh, what I mean? Well, I mean, the way Jerry's saying it, I'd say he thinks she's more like a five. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. like, she, she's, she's all yeah. right. She's okay. She, she's halfway on the scale. So she's a Florida 10, New York 7, Jerry 5. Can we say that he has a little higher standards than... I, I, think, I think that's very fair <laughs> yeah. to say. Um, and even it's probably even a George 5, too, even though his standards don't deserve to be anywhere near where they oh are. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's probably the case here, that in a bigger city, the... The, it's shifted, you know. She lives in a retirement home. Yeah, you know, she she's been out of the game for a lot longer. Jerry, she's been out of the game. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry lives in the biggest city on the planet. Oh, full yeah. of beautiful women who are there for a myriad of reasons. Oh God, yeah. So yeah, he's got his his pick of the litter, as it were. So <laughs> and, he and, doesn't. And this need... is just the first uh, attractive woman that Jerry's mom has seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, L- literally yeah. the first woman. Like, oh, she's beautiful. She's and beautiful. She, she even says, "I drop dead if she's not beautiful." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Jerry even says, and I'd agree, that's a little, a little dramatic there. And also, do you want to like agree with your mom on, you know, do you want to go, yes, mom, uh, she's beautiful. Yeah. I want to, I want to go, I want to date a woman my mom picked out for me. Oh, that also yeah. probably wasn't appealing to Jerry at all. Um, so then we're with George and Susan. Uh, they're in the car again, right? Uh-huh. Um, after a date, I guess. And she's saying that. Are, are they dating now then? I or? think so. Yeah. Okay. I think they're definitely dating. Okay. And she says that the head of NBC says to hell with them. Yeah, uh, and uh, about their negotiating deal. Yeah, and George is immediately flustered, and Susan comes <laughs> back with uh, Russell. We learn his name. Oh yeah, is. yeah, Russell Dalrymple. Russell Dalrymple, <laughs> the, the most network executive name yeah. in the whole world. Uh, but he says, we have 500 shows to choose from. Why should we give two guys who have no idea and no experience more money? Which is 
ex- almost exactly what Jerry told George yeah. that he was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is perfect. Everybody was telling yeah, and everybody was telling them. Even <laughs> Susan was like, this is a pretty standard deal for first time yeah. guys, and George is still hung up on Ted Danson. Yeah. Well, hold up. Wasn't it um and we'll get into this later, but wasn't the thirteen thousand was that totaled or was that, that was thirteen thousand each? That was total. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and so he blames Jerry, saying that Jerry told him to do all this and negotiate in this way. Uh, and G- George really goes full Woody Allen. Well, what did he say? Well, what are you talking about? I, well, what, what am I, you know, like doing a, a full on Woody Allen impression. Um, then back at, um, we're at Kramer's apartment now. So we're jumping around introducing kind of where all the main characters are going to be, uh, in this episode. Oh, you skipped over a bunch in George's car. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. That's all I had. I was like, I just wrote down full Woody Allen onto the well, next I mean, scene. Well, I mean, like, while he he's doing his full Woody Allen, like, he, he completely throws Jerry under the bus. I said that. I said George blames Jerry. Well, I mean, <laughs> but, like, George says, like, oh, yeah, Jerry's the business guy. I'm just the creative end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which couldn't be further from the truth. George is no end of this no, deal. No, George has no part of yeah, this deal, yeah. but all of a sudden, he's the creative end. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he's trying to, like, find Russell's address. Yeah. Like, he wants to go talk to Russell. Because it's going to be Monday, and Monday will be too late. Yeah, because Susan it's says, like, weekend. oh, you, you gotta wait until Monday. Yeah. I'm guessing it's sat- this is taking place Saturday night. Seems right. Yeah, uh, Saturday night date. Which w- we'll get to why that's weird later on. Okay. Um, but he-, he just grabs what I'm guessing is Susan's planner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or her address book. Right. Wh- which is super dated. One or either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, and they're just like wrestling away. George is trying to get Russell's address. Um, but the- George had a line here. Um, but because c- he's uh so like lowly, and he's like, you can call me Baldy. Dump soup on my oh, head. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay, that's it. Seems oddly specific. Like, yeah, like it, a it, fetish. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, oh, okay. George has got a he's got a soup kit. <laughs> that soup fetish. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so now are we now at uh, yeah, Kramer's yeah, yeah, apartment? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elaine and Kramer are inside Kramer's apartment. She's explaining the angle of this call he's got to make now to Dr. Reston from last episode where she says she's dating some guy named Kramer. So she might as well get the real Kramer to play Kramer. That's what he wants to do yeah. on Jerry's show. Uh, and so he asks, uh, you know, he wants to know more about their relationship because so that he knows more details because yeah. he's going to ask. And, and I don't blame him because yeah. I think he's right in this situation because what we know of Dr. Reston, yeah. he's going to. Like, press Kramer oh. for details. Yeah, yeah. It, it, details that he's like, oh, if this is a made-up thing or oh, if this is yeah. a different situation, I'm going to catch them in, oh, yeah. in something. So uh, one question he asks is, have we been intimate? <laughs> and Elaine says, yes, we've been intimate. And he asks, how often? And she says, I don't know. We do it pff, five times a week. And Kramer goes, ooh, baby. <laughs> 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 Which is, uh, I, I say good for Elaine's boyfriends, oh whoever they are. I mean, that's, that's an impressive. If you she's, got do- time for if that. she's doing it five times a week yeah. with, with like every guy she dates? Yeah. Oh, my God. Very impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then this is like a friend that, that she's known for a long time, but also they just started dating. So, I mean, that honeymoon period is, yeah. is uh, yeah, pretty good. I, I'm with Kramer. Ooh, baby. Uh, so Kramer um, seemingly puts Dr. Reston in his place at the beginning of the phone call. Uh, but then then it kind of takes a turn, and Kramer agrees to meet up with Dr. Reston in person. Elaine thought it was going to be the phone call, and that's it. It was yeah, going to be over yeah. with. But then Kramer agrees to meet up with Dr. Reston, at, at, I guess, later that day. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing, or, or that night Yeah, yeah, or whenever something. it is. Yeah, later that night. Yeah, but like uh, uh, Kramer, uh, like Elaine was... 
flipping out like good. Oh yeah, at, oh, at Kramer's is, like, line, he, he's he telling him like, off. Yeah, he's like, we would appreciate if you would cease and desist and allow us to pursue our courtship unfettered. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the lawyer speak. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Elaine's like, oh my god. Yeah. When and she's like, this is it. I'm out. I'm finally done with yeah. Doctor Rest. And, and then yeah, like you said, Kramer just starts <laughs> stuttering and he's like, oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. We, oh, that's a good we, point. Oh yeah, we uh-huh. we could make yeah. that work. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he wants to meet up. Uh, yeah. Why? Uh, so back at the restaurant, um, the waitress drops off the check. The beautiful waitress. Yeah, she's like, "Did you enjoy your croissant?" <laughs> yeah. And then she leaves the check, and and Jerry's mom asks, "Why didn't you flirt?" Like, because that's what you want to do to flirt with someone in front of your uh, mom. Yeah. Uh, uh, not, not just your mom, both your parents, both and your, your parents uncle. and Uncle Leo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything actually. Uncle more Leo torturous. might have been in the bathroom. Was he in the bathroom at this point? No, not oh, yet. Not. I think he. I think he did. Excuse, anyway, maybe not because I know they fight over the check. Uh, uh-huh. The dad, which you know, that's kind of funny. Uncle Leo leaves when the check gets there. That's yeah. hilarious. Um. So he, the, uh, Jerry, and the dad and Morty fight over the check. Uh. Dad, the, Morty doesn't even have his wallet because it's been stolen. <laughs> Uh, and so he doesn't know how he's going to pay for yeah. it. And Jerry even says, like, he, he gives in because I, I'm just, uh, yeah. I, I would love to see how you're going to pay for this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then in the bathroom, Jerry is in there and Uncle Leo is still in there. And Jerry offers to buy the watch. And Leo kind of <laughs>, laughs it off. I love the way that Jerry is like, <laughs> and then grabs him by the arm as he yeah, walks he out the door. Yeah, he just stiff arms Uncle <laughs> Leo try, yeah. trying to buy it back. Get back here. Yeah, yeah it gets rough with him. Uh, then back at, uh, the, what is this? An apartment building? Uh, I oh, think, yeah. I think um, it's a Russell, Ru- Russell's yeah. townhouse. Oh, okay. I think, yeah. Or it, it's, I don't know his apartment. I think it's, he lives in an it, apartment it, building, but it, it's super nice. It is. It's someone with a yeah. doorman at the yeah. very least. Uh, he's, so at the apartment building for Russell, uh-huh. there's a doorman there and the doorman is calling Russell to see if he's allowed to go up and he, call, he calls him George Bonanza. <laughs> uh, George grabs the phone from the doorman and begs to come up. Yes. And Dalrymple relents, and the I, doorman lets him go up. I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't let a crazy guy that I had a business yeah. deal go south with not up into my apartment. Yeah, not, not when you're not running when NBC. To, not when I'm about to sit down for dinner. Yeah, yeah. At the very least. Exactly. Ugh. And uh, back at the restaurant, Morty's begging to let the restaurant... Let him leave the restaurant, and he'll mail a check when he gets back to Florida. (laughs) Again, you know, we're paying $40 for a steak, basically, you know, at this place. Whatever we're eating, it's very expensive for four people. Mm -hmm. He's uh, Even if he had all the cash in his wallet, it might not cover it, you know? Oh, yeah, so there's no way this bill is less than, like... Uh, what are you thinking? Like 130 bucks? Yeah, exactly. Uh, m- maybe 150 with. And tip? if they had wine and stuff like that, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's a lot of money. And yeah. He's saying, Can we just leave? And I'll, I promise I'll mail you a check. <laughs> and uh, the manager comes back and he says, "Sir, we are running a reputable business." <laughs> and Morty's like, "Don't you talk to me about business? I was in, I sold raincoats for 35 years." <laughs> yeah. And then and then the guy I think said something about like and you wouldn't let that you didn't give him away for free or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then. And back at Dr. Reston's, Kramer goes in and I guess has basically, oh, he doesn't like that the building is uh, yeah, architecturally unsound. Yeah, this is the only bit we get from this uh, scene. Yeah. But he's like, what kind of building is this? The, the door is on a diagonal. Yeah. It, it's architecturally incorrect. I think that's uh, crazy. <laughs> I mean, you can have a door like that. Yeah. Like, I imagine that There's door. There's no problem with that. I imagine it faces out to a corner. Yeah. You know, and it just widens the corner a little bit. I'm not, I, Kramer's weird. Uh, we know that. I mean, but we know that. What a weird thing to say. It's Because it's not. <laughs> 
Um, if you look at, I mean, I don't even know anything about architecture, and I can say, I don't know, maybe maybe in the wider shot, he it, it is uh, architecturally unsound. Uh, back at Doll Rimple's place, he is sitting down for dinner, um, and with a, a very beautiful woman. I, I guess you think that's his wife. I guess it must be right. Uh, uh, I got the impression wife, that girlfriend, a, yeah, fiance, yeah. I don't. know. I got the impression that they that it was a newer relationship, but yeah. because you know she sits down on the couch, he puts a coaster under her drink. They that he takes the time to do that for some reason. I don't know what that was all about. I guess maybe that he's not really paying attention to George. Maybe he's just like you know wants to sit down for dinner. He's like I'll hear this guy out and then he'll leave and then I'll never see him again. Um, but it, George ends up. Giving up five thousand dollars, yeah, of their money. He's like, "We'll do it for eight thousand. He eventually gets down to it because Dalrymple's not moving at all, and he almost doesn't move on eight thousand until George. I think was about to leave, and he's like, "No, you know what? Let's do it. We, we can do it for eight thousand. Yeah. Well, I mean, he 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 originally was like, "Okay, yeah, ten thousand. Yeah. We'll do it out the door, and then yeah, comes well, back. I never came up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Oh my god! Uh, but like uh, all this whole time, George is just like flubbing everything. Yeah. Like he's he's trying to be like the human TV god because Cynthia's oh, yeah. sitting down. She's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like Russell, what's on TV tonight? And George just like spouts stuff off, mm-hmm. and he, he gets it wrong. Like yeah, he, like he did. Uh, he says blossoms on thir- on tonight, and he says blossoms on Thursday night. Yeah, and he's um, like, are you sure? Oh, who am I talking, talking to? to? Yeah, what was Blossom an NBC show? I didn't you know? know that, but it must have been. Okay, yeah. I, I'm I'm guessing so. There were some posters in the in the offices too for blossom i oh, do remember yeah. that with the waiting room yeah, yeah I, I didn't sense. i totally don't remember that it was an nbc yeah. show but it must have been yeah and then like in between uh, i think it was the ten thousand and the eight thousand he comes back and is talking about cynthia's shoes mm-hmm. and he's like mm-hmm. I-, I love the shoes it's so thick are those velvet it's so thick and rich have you yeah. ever rubbed it against the green yeah yeah <laughs> oh my lord okay uh but yeah uh after russell agrees to the eight thousand george comes back that's just like the the soft okay. knock he's like <laughs> Can I use your bathroom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, speaking of bathrooms, back in the bathroom at the restaurant. Transitions. Jerry is negotiating for the watch from Uncle Leo. He's starting at 200 yeah. which is a great deal. He goes <laughs> up to 350 oh um, Jerry... And, and Jerry has it on him too. Leo agrees to three fifty. Jerry has three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, and he's, he's handing him yeah. the cash, and Leo's handing the watch over. Yeah. And in that moment, Morty walks into the bathroom. Yeah. and is wondering what's going on. Can you? I mean, we 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 aren't shocked, but are you still a little shocked that Jerry has over three hundred dollars on his person? Uh, at this point, no. Yeah, exactly. If, I mean, we know uh, that Jerry walks around with thousands of dollars all the time. Oh, my God. Time. At the very least, he walks around with, what was it in that one episode? Uh, <laughs> the laundry is like, he's walking around with at least $1,200 yeah, yeah. in his wallet, on his person at any time. <laughs> and that and $1,200 was a special occasion because he had gotten paid, I think, at the club and he hadn't put that in the bank yet or whatever. But, um, you know, he, he walks around with, with hundreds, a lot more money than anybody ever needs. Yeah. Uh, unless this was something in the 90s, because I was a kid, I didn't have any money. Were my parents just walking around with every all of their money in their wallet? Like everyone just the, had their cash? entire life savings yeah, in exactly. their wallet. That's yeah. why getting mugged was such a big deal. I guess so. I guess so. Everyone that, was carrying that, around four hundred dollars yeah, in their wallet. Now it's like nothing. You just call your bank, yeah. put a stop to your card, and like yeah. alert like your <laughs> exactly. uh, alert like every uh, I don't know and account that you had. Go and, to the DMV on Monday. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the it. worst thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, back in the day, I guess everyone was just yeah. I, now if I if I have a twenty, I'm like I have a lot of cash on me. Oh That's my god! I same. Yeah. I don't. I don't carry cash yeah, nope, anymore. Nothing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm lucky if I have like three dollars for the vending machine at work. <laughs> yeah. Well, then again, Jerry must have been maybe planning to pay for dinner 
with that 350 but still that's but true. still that's a lot yeah dinner was not going to be that much double yeah it's still double what dinner ended up being more or more than uh double uh back at dr reston's uh kramer sits down in a leather seat and we get a funny flatulence sort of uh gag with every time he moves around it makes a funny, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. funny leather sound uh dr reston asks him if he can get him anything like a coffee and kramer's like yeah a decaf cappuccino <laughs> And this is an office. Well, it's a very popular drink. <laughs> yeah, and this is, you know, before Keurigs. I mean, in the days of Keurigs, yeah. <laughs> now you probably could get that, but you would need a cappuccino maker to steam milk and make espresso. And, like, that's what Kramer wants right now. Um, and so down on uh, the street, Joe Davola walks by Elaine, who harmonizes with the song he was singing. Yeah, and she says that he has a terrible voice, but, like, in a flirting way? She's flirting with him, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then, back up in Dr. Reston's office, Kramer has buckled. Kramer buckles completely on... Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's saying, oh, you, you know what? You're, you and Elaine are going to be so happy together. Yeah, it, I, <laughs> I think Elaine is a wonderful woman. You two yeah. are going to make a wonderful couple. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so we, you know the doctor is very manipulative, as we know. Yeah, that and like smoking another cigar, and Kramer just sits the lit match down <laughs> onto tissues, yeah. expecting it to go out or something. Yeah, yeah, and it just catches the tissues on fire. Uh, yeah, and then down on the street, Elaine is giving her number to Joe Davola, and <laughs> she says, "I ne-, you know, I never do this. I you're, never get my number. You're not right. a nut, yeah, are yeah. you? Uh, no, I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Jerry gets the num- uh, phone number from the waitress and, um, you know, the beautiful waitress, I guess. Uh, you know, maybe he did relent, I guess. And what, what do you think he wanted the number for? He did agree that she was pretty I, enough for him? I guess. Or maybe it was kind of a thing that I had thought, well, maybe she had agreed to cover dinner. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. In, in exchange for Jerry's number? Yeah, or... That, that was never expressed, but... Then or maybe again, Jerry went behind his dad's back and and you know gave the money to the restaurant or something like that and you know maybe. without telling his dad or something like that. Maybe we, we never got yeah. any resolution to that. Yeah, that's weird. Why they let them leave the the restaurant? Um, but he you know he tells uh, you know they say you know they part ways. Thanks for the fish or whatever. And he says you know why fish are so thin. They eat fish. And the waitress has a horrible laugh. Oh, my God. Like Fran the, the, Drescher the, on crack the, laugh. The captions on Hulu labeled it as braying nasally laughter. Braying nasally laughter. That's a good descriptor. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. It sounds like uh, Fran Drescher and a donkey yeah. mixed together. Yeah, exactly. And Jerry walks away and does, like, a triple take on it. every like, like It won't stop, oh first of all. Oh, my God. And he's she like, laughs for so long. Yeah, and he, like, peeks around the corner again and makes a horrible face. Like, it's just an awful laugh, especially for a comedian. Someone who's you know likes making people laugh. Yeah, it's just got to be <laughs> awful. Uh, and then Kramer passes Joe Davola in leaving the office, and this is like from outside. We're yeah. getting this exchange inside, and and neither, um, neither one of them notice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the then it sort of like pans up as Kramer goes out. Right, it pans up to the window, and Joe telling the doctor, telling Doctor Resson he just met. Elaine, uh, you know, I met the most beautiful woman. I'm in love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says, I'm in love with the most beautiful woman. I just met her outside. <laughs> yeah. Her name's Elaine. And Dr. Reston's like, did you say Elaine? Did you say Elaine? <laughs> uh, and then we get a stand-up bit about, and I did, I've never been to therapy, so I did not know that the hour when you go see a psychiatrist is only 50 minutes. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Did you know that? I did, huh. I think. And but I mean, it's just so they can like have 10 minutes to like prep for the next person. Yeah. Like, Which, get, you know go what? Go to the bathroom, get a drink or As something. As we learned last week, other doctors should do that because... 
they're always running late for their appointments. That's true. So wouldn't yeah. it be you know this is somebody who you know you don't go long, you don't go short, you stop the the time when it, the time is up. That's and, true. But and and if you need an extra five minutes, you've got it already in the appointment. You've got it you know penciled in. That's true. But there's also like the thing with therapy. It can wait until your next like meeting with the therapist. Yeah. If you're like, oh yeah, you've got stage four cancer. Oh, you know, but you're out of time. Don't make, you think? Make another appointment. Don't you think? Susan. To be continued. You got stage four cancer. To be continued. Can you come back next week? Um, we're we're going to talk about how long you have to live next week. Don't you think that that appointment then they'd make? All right. Well, I'm I'm going to tell her she has cancer today. So. Let's give this, and you know, I, I think in that case, but wouldn't they make it a longer appointment, or do you think they just discover stage four cancer? They just sometimes? discover it. It's not yeah. like they go into the appointment like, oh yeah, we're gonna black out three hours here because I'm gonna find out she has stage four cancer, <laughs> and then I'm gonna need all that extra time. So to- you think when they get a cancer diagnosis, the doctor is just as shocked yes, as the patient? Really? Yes. I think they see the signs of cancer and they go, "Well, this might be cancer. Let's test for it." And then when they find out. Then it's like, oh, I, mean, I was there, right. There, might, there I, might be an idea, but it's not like they know, like, 100%. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> but there's a reason they test for it, and it's because there's like, symptoms. Yeah, I saw this coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they can. Yeah, I saw this coming. It was well, cancer. They, they, <laughs> they, they, I'm a doctor. <laughs> That's why we tested for it. If I didn't see any cancer symptoms, I wouldn't have tested you for cancer. <laughs> That's why we 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 I my whole day has been scheduled around this announcement right here because I knew that this test was going to come back well, bad. Well, that would work if doctors scheduled their appointments like a week out, but no, they're scheduling appointments months out. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you can have a, an appointment like say today is what, what, what's what's the date this comes out May twelfth. Uh, yeah. Uh, say today is May twelfth. And I have a doctor's appointment for August 16th. Uh-huh. Like, the doctor doesn't oh, yeah. know I have cancer yet, so he's not going to only make my appointment on August 16th. When did you take the cancer test? Are you taking it in August? Yes. Then you're not going to get it back until the next... All right, let's schedule a nice long appointment for that follow-up when we get your test results back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We need a doctor on here. <laughs> Is we, there a doctor in the house? We, we, we need to talk to a doctor to ask, like... Why are doctors always late to their next appointments? <laughs> yeah, yeah, please let us know. I think we can make that happen. Yeah. I, I think we can get a doctor on here if you want. Well, I don't know who, yeah. but I think we can find a doctor. <laughs> Probably. And you better be a good doctor, too. One that can see the signs of cancer <laughs> uh, a mile down the road. Uh, but yeah, this stand-up bit was just about, like, what do they do with that extra 10 minutes? Are they they're going, oh my god, that guy was crazy. Who's, at, who's up next? Oh, another, it's another nut. nut. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, luckily, it was short uh, because we opened in uh, Jerry's apartment after that, and the truth about the watch has come out. Yeah, he comes clean. He tells his mom and dad. Yeah, uh, that it didn't work. I was always late to everything. I threw it out. And, yeah, yeah. And, and he also tells him that George turned down the NBC deal yeah. because uh, Jerry's mom is like, "Oh, whatever happened with that NBC deal?" As if this wasn't the same trip. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, whatever <laughs> happened that one time long ago? You guys were offered a uh, some TV deal for NBC, yeah. as though it wasn't. Three days ago that she found out. Yeah, if not, if not, if not, if not shorter. Yeah, shorter. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, speaking of days, I wanted to mention. Were, were you pointing out that it was weird that it was Saturday night because Doctor Reston appears to be working on a Saturday yes. night? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That I, is for, I forgot weird. to point yeah, that yeah, out. I, I thought that might be where you were going with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't get that either. Unless he's just one of those, you know. Well, yeah, because Joe Devola had an appointment. Yeah. 
He was there for an appointment. I don't know. Maybe maybe for Joe Devola. He obviously thinks about him a lot. Maybe that's a special case, and he just works maybe. He works around Joe's schedule. That, that's not, true. And, and maybe he knew that he had an appointment with Joe Devola, and he just wanted to come in and talk to Kramer. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, I'm going to be like, in my office I'm, I'm, anyway. I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. be there. So yeah. I, I have a predetermined amount of time, and then i got to kick you out for my next appointment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then George comes in, though, and he says, we got the deal. So the, then he finds out, you know, he tries to kind of brush by it but jerry asked him how much money they're getting he says eight thousand so jerry says the the great line from this whole exchange was so you held out for less money yeah and he just won't stop harping on george's terrible negotiation skills as and, he often and, does and george even says i was wrong you were right, I was wrong. You were right. Yeah. I, I did like uh, before he reveals how much money they got i, yeah. I loved uh george walking in he's like oh mr seinfeld mrs seinfeld and Morty is immediately like, hey, there's Georgie boy. <laughs> and the first thing that Jerry's mom says, what's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And before he reveals the amount, Morty is praising George. He's like, hey, no ah. one's going to take advantage of Georgie here. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, he reveals that uh, it's $5,000 less. They're, get, they're getting, what was it, 8000 8000 yeah. yeah. Uh, we find out Jerry gives Morty a new wallet a- as a present. Yeah. And Morty's like, you're a wonderful kid. How could nobody, <laughs> how, how, how could somebody not like you? Yeah. Call back to last, what was episode. It, last episode. Yeah, yeah. About crazy Joe Devola not liking him. <laughs> so uh, then outside, they're leaving for the airport. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Leo's driving him. And Jerry says to Uncle Leo, this is some beautiful parking spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in front of It's basically the parking spot it, it, from the parking it spot. It is the parking it's the spot. Parking spot. Yeah. yeah. From the parking spot. So that's great. <laughs> uh, and then so they say their goodbyes and everything like that. And Jerry... Uh, we find out secretly put $400 in the wallet for his dad uh, <laughs> to get back. But the dad throws out the wallet. Can you believe because this? Because it had Velcro. Velcro. Yeah. And then he uh, throws out the wallet. Leo retrieves it. Not not even like thinking oh, about yeah. it. Not even thinking, oh, it was a gift from Jerry. I guess I could just rip the Velcro off and just keep it as a regular wallet. Yeah, yeah. Or at least open. I don't know why you'd open it up if you. Or why you throw it out right. Why'd you throw it out? In the trash right can, there, right in front of his apartment. his apartment. Yeah, he's going to leave later that night and go. Wait a second, you know. Yeah. And actually, that would have been the best case scenario because he because he would have gotten his four hundred dollars back. Yeah. Except doc, except Doctor Leo, Uncle Leo retrieves <laughs> Dr. it. Doctor Leo, Doctor Leo Spachiman from that. That's why I said Doctor <laughs> Leo. Doctor Leo from um, uh, Thirty Rock. Oh my god. Yeah. Doctor Leo Spaceman. Um, and so Leo retrieves it, and yeah. so now we know he's yeah, going to be four hundred dollars richer. Picks it up out of the garbage. Uncle Leo's getting lucky with yeah. uh, finding stuff in the garbage. He's got this new watch. He's got a wallet with four hundred bucks in it now. Pretty nice, man. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. And then we get one more stand-up bit, and it's about the photo section of wallets, which are a bygone. Oh my god, uh, this is these this don't is exist anymore. Holy right? dated reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, women's wallets all have that photo section. Here's fifty-six photos of people that I've <laughs> met one time in my life. Yeah, yeah. This is my cousin here she's three she's now in a she's now, she's a marine. now in the marines yeah, yeah yeah i mean at one time in the 90s this was a funny concept because <laughs> people had no one had smartphones and people had photos in yeah, their wallets yeah. well, and my mom always had a ton and they were all out of date just like really? he was saying yeah what else does he say uh this is my dog he died during the truman administration <laughs> yeah uh and it's like you know you you give it to what's a cop supposed to do with this when you give it to you know i don't i don't have an id officer but here's 56 people who know me but yeah everyone has phones now on social media i can show a picture of my son or my wife or me yeah well if you're if you're looking at my phone you're probably looking at me too so this is what i look like but <laughs> you know at any time at any point even the ones that aren't on my phone are on facebook 
Facebook or Instagram <laughs> somewhere. So yeah, this has all been replaced by by phones. I'd be surprised if anybody has pictures in their wallets still. Yeah, or if new wallets still come with photo slots. It, great point. I, I have no idea if they actually do. You know, yeah. I don't think we have any other homework. I'm gonna make that my homework. I'm gonna go to like pennies yeah and i'm gonna go look at new wallets i'm not i don't need a new wallet i'm not gonna buy a new wallet but i'm gonna look and see if there are any wallets with photo slots and definitely go you got to go to the women's section too okay yeah because if anyone if any are gonna have any it's gonna be in the women's section so check that out and and let me know if you see any all right yeah uh did we have any other homework because i I don't think so we've got everything yeah all right so i'm just gonna look for photo sections in uh in new wallets yeah yeah uh did we want to come up with a better description what do we got? We got, when Jerry's mom and dad come for a visit, Jerry desperately tries to buy back the watch they bought for him, which was recovered by his Uncle Leo after Jerry had thrown it in the trash. Hmm. It's kind of long. It is. I almost want to say. less clunky, maybe. Um, and, you know, yeah, cut it down, cut that down a ton and bring up something about George tries to, uh, you know, regain the deal at NBC or something like that, you know, uh, so. How about Jerry, Jerry. Jerry tries to buy back the watch his parents got him, semicolon, George tries to recover the deal for their sitcom. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Or even like the truth about Jerry's watch comes out or something the, like that. The truth about Jerry's watch is uncovered. Yeah, is uncovered. And George tries to revive the the duo's deal at NBC or something like that. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah. There we go. I like it. All right. Anything else? Did you have anything else no, you want to touch on? No, that's it. All right. Uh, well, we got next episode is season four, episode six, The Bubble Boy. Ah. You remember this one? Oh, this is a classic. Is it, is it good? This is okay. in the upper echelon. I mean, really? people know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. People know what, what happens in this right. episode. Uh, original air date, October 7th, 1992. And if you're looking in TV Guide that night, you're going to see Jerry get, uh, Jerry gets lost en route to visiting a sickly fan. Guest Jessica Lundy. Who? Jessica Lundy. No idea. Jessica Lundy. Maybe if I say your name again, you'll you'll just like yeah, get no it. idea. No okay. idea. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea who it is either. But this is a this is a great episode. It's a very fun episode. Uh, so I guess that's it, right? I think so. All right. Yeah. A shorty wow. this week. Yeah. For no hugging, no learning. I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good.